Welcome to episode 30 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This podcast explores the intersection where passions meet, meld, and inspire. In this case, we discover that synergy within the lessons learned from music and education. Pretend that this podcast is like the back of an album cover you have just purchased and you are reading a set of liner notes. In case you are wondering, liner notes are meant to serve as a written companion to the vinyl album. They were either banal or insipid in execution. It was evident that the author barely listened to the album. Nothing was revealed about the music. I prefer the type of liner notes that attempt to capture the essence of the music. The words written bordered on poetry or read like a Jackson Pollock painting or resonate like symphonic aspirations of Miles Davis's classic album, Sketches of Spain. In this case of the podcast, these are digital liner notes. I hope not to stray too far in the banal and insipid category while you listen. My name is Sean Gaylord, and I am an elementary school principal. I am the author of The Pepper Effect. That book explores my passions for the Beatles and the schoolhouse. I also like to celebrate Mondays. Welcome. It's been a while since my previous episode, and I have missed sharing with you, dear listeners. I wanted to get another episode out there before 2019 comes to an end. I'm grateful for the faithful listeners out there who tune in and share a kind word of feedback. Your support goes a long way, and I am honored that this little lemonade stand of a podcast is queued up for your commute, your run, or listening enjoyment. This episode is entitled Neighbors and Bandmates. We explore the realm of kindness via the lessons of the Beatles and Fred Rogers. They both need no interruption and both have shaped me, inspired me, and ignited me into action. We will briefly connect these world-changing individuals to the value of kindness. But first, let's take a visit to the record store. Cue the walking music. We come upon our friendly neighborhood record store. As always, we start by swinging by the bees in the record bends, and we flip through the Beatles. We are still exuberant over the recent release of the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road. One of the things that makes this album an enduring classic is how the various members of the band put aside their personal, legal, and financial differences to make a truly great album. I think what makes the Beatles a truly great band is their trail of sincere kindness. I've explored their practice of kindness and connected it 
its various elements in the schoolhouse. We have seen various examples from how John, Paul, and George rallied around Ringo during the White Album sessions. Remember how Ringo wasn't feeling like he belonged in the band and left? The other three recorded a couple of tracks without him, but his absence was truly impactful, so much so that John, Paul, and George reached out directly to tell Ringo that he was loved and missed. How about the song Hey Jude? We explored in a previous podcast episode how one of the biggest songs the Beatles ever recorded stemmed from Paul McCartney writing an impromptu pick-me-up song to a young Julian Lennon who was experiencing the divorce of his parents. Again, rooted in kindness. The list goes on in terms of the Beatles exemplifying kindness and positivity for the world. Think about all you need is love as a global plea for peace, love, and understanding. This would carry into their solo work. For example, consider George Harrison responding to his friend Ravi Shankar's plea to do something for the devastated country of Bangladesh. This resulted in the first major rock charity concert featuring an all-star cast of Eric Clapton, Ringo Starr, Billy Preston, Leon Russell, and Bob Dylan in the Concert for Bangladesh. Incidentally, that concert album won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. It's also produced by Phil Spector. It seems when the Beatles channeled into kindness, a certain synergy took place. As I've stated before in this podcast, John, Paul, George, and Ringo were akin to a special brotherhood. It was evident that love was the ignition for their collaboration and the timeless universal appeal of their work. As a principal, an educator, I have roamed in the legacy of the Beatles as an example for how a faculty and teacher corps can emulate their creativity, collaboration, and kindness. I have referred to teachers and colleagues as bandmates. It's a term of endearment, but it's purposeful. This is my nod that we are all in the band together. This is a band that is attempting to change the world like the Beatles did for so many, including this guy. There is another legacy worth connecting to, and we will do so later in the podcast. In the meantime, the air is still fresh with the 50th anniversary of the release of Abbey Road by the Beatles. Let's listen to the opening track from that album, Come Together, side one. And as always, when we reach this point in the podcast, if you're listening on Anchor, you'll be able to hear the song in its entirety. If not, go to your favorite streaming service or if you have a copy of of the album or if you're able to uh, even play it on cassette or 8-track, I encourage you to do that. Come Together by The Beatles. I know out there in educator land that there are some very sharp and 
sincere and distinctive feelings on the nature of kindness in a schoolhouse. I know that there are many educators who have blogged eloquently about kindness and and even written books about kindness as a pathway to build and enhance a school culture. I also know that there are educators out there who feel the exact opposite and have very sharp and distinctive opinions about the nature of kindness in a schoolhouse as well. I do not mean to be an expert on kindness. I do not mean to be an expert on how kindness works in a schoolhouse. I'm simply sharing my reflections and sharing how two very important facets of my life in this case, my love for the music of the Beatles and the inspiration that I've derived from Fred Rogers serve as vehicles and, if you will, pathways to understanding how kindness works. As I ponder the Beatles and their lasting legacy of kindness as bandmates, I am compelled to hop aboard the neighborhood trolley. Yes, that's a reference to Fred Rogers and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Lately, Fred Rogers has been a frequent landing spot on my reflection and action for kindness in the schoolhouse I serve. You remember Fred Rogers of TV's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, of course. His television show was a major focal point of my childhood, and I know of many others as well. I have shared his personal connection to my own life journey in a previous episode of the podcast here. And last year, I was honored to write about that for PBS and to have that published through PBS NewsHour Extra. And I'm very grateful for that. Mr. Rogers has been going through a renaissance of sorts with last year's Academy Award-nominated documentary on his life entitled, Won't You Be My Neighborhood? Two, the recent biopic starring Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I highly recommend, if you haven't had the chance, to seek out those two films. Might be a great thing to do with your faculty as well, or your own bandmates. Fred Rogers promoted kindness not just through his iconic television program, but he also exemplified it in visceral and life-changing ways. You can read so many stories of his generosity from visiting children in need to connecting with strangers on the street. They are inspirational. I myself was fortunate to receive an email from my hero, Mr. Rogers, during a particularly turbulent time in my life as I was facing the new realm of fatherhood. I was moved by how he took the time to write me. He took the time to write me a detailed and personalized note that reached into my soul. Here I was a stranger. I was, a, I was one of his many fans that had written him before. But he took the time to not only reassure and impart wisdom to me, but he also affirmed me directly. The correspondence was life-changing and compelled me to try to walk in his footsteps as an educator, school leader, and person for others. In my new principal assignment, I am making strides to impart the legacy 
of Mr. Rogers on the school I serve. A couple of months ago, and you may have remembered this, WQED, this was the public television station based in Pittsburgh, same station that aired and produced Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, they set aside a special day to honor Fred Rogers. It was called Cardigan Day. The task was simple. Wear a cardigan sweater, just like Mr. Rogers did so many times on his show. I thought that this was a great idea to share with the school community I serve. So I set forth for our school to do the same thing. I didn't think many would participate with it being a new thing and I'm new to the school and I was very careful not to add pressure to any teacher's already full plate. It was amazing though to see just about all of our faculty members embracing Cardigan Day. Now, I do have to say as an aside, I did add Jeans Day as an incentive to Cardigan Day for our teachers. And most of you know how teachers and, and even this principal, how we are with Jeans Days. We love them. But beyond the dress to emulate Mr. Rogers and our cardigans, I noticed that our teachers integrated kindness activities and discussion into morning meeting and classroom lessons. The air in our hallways was different. There were more smiles. There was much more conversation. There was much more intentional, positive talk. I mean, now don't get me wrong, our school is a positive place, but it just seemed to be a little more enhanced on that day. You could feel also a much more visceral calm and peace permeate the day. Cardigan Day was a hit. Now, kindness is more than just a one-day event, and I get that. Mr. Rogers didn't climb aboard the trolley on a one-way trip. He didn't visit Daniel Striped Tiger in the clock one time. We didn't hear from Picture Picture once. I mean, this was his life's work. This was his, his ministry. The show was his ministry. But I had a very important epiphany on that day. The realization that I had on Cardigan Day was that kindness was an entry point into belonging. Think of how Mr. Rogers addressed his television audience as neighbors. It was intentional. It denotes that all are invited and all belong, no matter what, by simply being called neighbor. We are all special and all are called to welcome others as neighbors in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Mr. Rogers constantly reiterated the message of you are special to his audience for over 30 years. This got me thinking, how can we in our schoolhouse keep that legacy of kindness and belonging going just as he did? Well, Wednesdays in our schoolhouse are now known as Kindness Wednesdays. It's every week. Cardigans are donned and time is carved out to share lessons and kindness for our kids. It's a small step and the move is to expand this more so so that it can become a part of the daily and weekly and monthly fabric of our schoolhouse. 
Part of me thinks that Mr. Rogers would appreciate our efforts to invite others to a sense of belonging in our schoolhouse neighborhood through kindness. For me, my passion for leadership, school culture, and service are fueled by the examples of the heroes who have come before me. In this case, I cite the Beatles and Mr. Rogers as those heroes. You wouldn't typically put the Fab Four and America's favorite neighbor in the same room, but they make perfect sense to me. Both created in their respective mediums a sense of love and belonging and community. Both invited their respective audiences to belong and in doing so made them feel loved. Think of those things that embody your passions and inspire you. It doesn't have to be the Beatles or Fred Rogers. Perhaps it is something or someone that fuels you to be better for others. Why not share that and create your legacy of kindness for others through that? Perhaps you have your own original idea that transcends the examples of Fred Rogers and the Beatles. I know that kindness may get a bad rap these days. Cynicism and negativity do tend to drown out the sincere intentions to change the world. There are some critics who contend that kindness is a fool's errand to embrace. There are naysayers out there who scoff at the whimsical notion to trend the positive. Yes, there are bigger problems and issues to tackle. I too have succumbed to deadlines and allow the technical to supersede my passion. Then I think of the words of Lennon and McCartney in their 1967 anthem of world unity and all you need is love. I hear the echoes of Fred Rogers telling me each day when I watched his program as a child and even today, and I quote, you make each day a special day. You know how by just your being you and people can like you for exactly as you are. I reflect upon those words and how they are exemplified in the eyes of the children I serve and how they celebrate each other and make giant steps to share kindness with each other. The Beatles and Fred Rogers wouldn't want their respective work to end when the credits rolled or the needle slides off the record. Rather, I believe we are called by their legacies to carry on and spread that sense of belonging to all neighbors and bandmates in our schoolhouse and the world. Pure and easy kindness is the first step. As 2019 fades into 2020, think of how your vision can ignite that sense of belonging in your neighborhood. You are a special neighbor and bandmate with gifts, talents, and goodness that will change the world. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I truly appreciate you listening, and I'm grateful for you taking the time to tune in. Thanks to the Sky Dogs for inspiration behind the closing musical theme of this podcast. The song is called Another Groovy Day, and yours truly composed and performed on it. 
Come to think of it, 2020 would serve as the 30th anniversary of our formation in the Sky Dogs. Perhaps it's time for a reunion tour. Thanks to the enduring legacy of the Beatles and Fred Rogers, I'm grateful for their lessons in kindness and belonging. I look forward to learning how you add your legacy to your schoolhouse neighborhood. You can leave me a recorded message on Anchor or on Voxer. On Voxer, my handle is S-G-A-I-L-L-702. You can also tweet it out and tag me on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at smgaylord. If you're listening on any podcast platform and you enjoyed this episode, then a review would surely be appreciated. You can hear this podcast on many other platforms from Spotify to Apple to Stitcher to Google. You can view the list of available platforms at anchor.fm slash Sean, S-E-A-N hyphen Gaylord, G-A-I-L-L-A-R-D. Thanks to Nicole Michael of 910 Public Relations for fab and fruitful promotion. This is Sean Gaylord, and this is the Principal Liner Notes podcast, signing off for now. Don't forget to share your passions and dreams. Our world needs them from you. Coming up, 2020 has a lot of projects on tap from yours truly. I am co-writing another education book with my great friend and colleague, Jennifer Williams, and I look forward to sharing more about this very special book in the new year. Also, I am working on a couple of Beatle-related projects. This podcast will spend some time celebrating my very favorite Beatles album on its 50th anniversary. The album is Let It Be, and I am working on producing a few podcast episodes to commemorate its milestone birthday with some companion writing going out as well. Of course, there will be a few detours to the schoolhouse and record store in the new year. In the meantime, I will catch you on the flip side and see you at the record store. Happy New Year.